Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. During quarantine, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. It didn't take long for us to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most are the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us on the very first credit score spinoff, Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. Chip Chipperoo. Hello. Oh, you hate it so much. I do because there's no surprise element. I just know what you're going to say. You want me to come up with something different every single time now? N- no, I don't. What want- is this? Bob's Burgers <laughs> credits and end credits? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know, oh, is it going to be a hello? No, it's Are always. You, is gonna- look, until the audience demands I stop doing it. Okay, but we don't have much of an audience right now. I, who knows? By the time this episode goes up, we could be... All right. Someone just, just out there, help. Help Skylar. Skylar with the with my sign-on. Hey, everyone. Thank you for... You could have started with that. Yeah. He- hello, everyone. Welcome to Bob's Credits, a podcast about the end credits to... Bob's Burgers. I am Max, and over there is... Skylar. With? With Biscuit. Baby B is in her lap, our dog Biscuit. We are going through all of the end credits to Bob's Burgers, and we're officially starting season two today. Not our season two, but Bob's Burgers We're officially starting, yeah, Bob's Burgers season two. We kind of plowed through season one because there wasn't much um, change in a lot of the credits. And it was a short season. Yeah. And now we're going to start doing solo, just one episode of Bob's per episode of our show, because they start to get more elaborate moving forward. And spoiler alert, the season starts so strong in the credits department. I agree. These might be one of my favorites. I agree. They really... And I mentioned last time that that last episode was the last one done in Flash Animator, or Uh Flash Animator. I know nothing about animation, Right. So maybe either. maybe a listener who is does know a little bit about animation can let us know. But this is when they started in this one season two. They started using Toon Boom Harmony, which is a 
better animating system, I guess. I mean, so a maybe better name. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Tune Boom Harmony. So maybe they have a little more freedom. Or maybe it takes now. like less time to animate. Yeah. One, so that they could like spend time on the credits and turn them around every week. That's what I'm guessing. So I love it. Have a little more fun. These with them. credits are so good. Yeah. Before we get into the episode, we have a game we like to play. It's called Bob Pun or Max Pun. And I give you some puns, some burger puns, and you have to decide if Bob came up with them for the show or if I came up with them for this show. And are you ready to do that? I am ready. Yeah. I. You don't we, sound ready. I'm just... <laughs> I feel like I've been doing really poorly on on this game. I feel like we should go back to through season one and see where i stand yeah we should we we should go back and just like count and see who's i thought we were kind of like tied okay finish strong okay are you ready yeah your first pun is saved by the bell pepper burger max yes it's too easy that's your like generation that's true but so is a lot of like, like i feel like a lot of the writers are my generation Oh, really? Yeah. Some are a little bit older than me, but I but think most of them... Is well, Bob older than you? Could you have three kids? Technically, yeah. But I, I feel like a lot of the references Gene pulls up from the writer... Like, Can we just talk about that for a second? Yeah. I love... Because Linda and Bob aren't... Well, maybe Linda, but Bob isn't like a pop culture nerd. Right. Um, But Gene knows every pop culture reference... From, like, the 50s and beyond. And I love that detail about his character. Yeah. He's sh- he has no business at his age making the references that he does. Exactly. But it's so funny. All of his references. Yeah. It's like yeah. Amy Sherman Palladino, the creator of Gilmore Girls, was like a little Amy was installed inside of him. Yeah. I mean, you you hear, like, all the references when I'm watching it, don't you? There's Gilmore like, Girls? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Gilmore Girls, by the way, if you want to check out Credit Score, the podcast, this is a, a spinoff of, uh, Skylar was our guest for the Gilmore Girls opening credits, that episode. You can go check it out. Uh, it's a fun one. It is. Are you ready for your next pun? Yep. I love you from my head to my toes, Burger. Bob. Max. Oh, no. <laughs> Call me by your flame, Broiled Burger. Oh, shit. Max. Yes, very good. Um, the only reason I hesitated is because Bob has done like a blue is the warmest color. Yeah. So um, call me by call, there might be a calling me by your name one at some point. There I don't should know. be. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. Um, and the, your last one is baby. We were born to bun. Oh shoot! Okay, guys, this is hard because Max has a huge Bruce Springsteen thing. Um, but I could totally see Bob doing it, so I'm going to say Bob. It's me. I knew you would have a hard time with that one. Yeah. Because it seems too obvious for me, because obviously I was raised on Springsteen. My yes. dad is obsessed with Springsteen. And... Eminem I, I, and Springsteen. Yeah, my dad... Those are my dad's two. His top two are Eminem and Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I find that so endearing. It's hilarious. Um, should we get into this episode? Yes. So I love this where episode. did I... Did I get three right and one wrong? You got Saved by the Bell Pepper right. Mm-hmm. You got, I think you got, yeah. No, you got two and two. Again. Neck and neck. Yep. All right. Let's get into this episode. Great. So episode one of season two. Title and synopsis, please, Skylar. 
All right. The title is The Belchies, which didn't really mean anything to me, but it's going to be very important to the theme and credits of the episode. Um, All right. Here we go. Teddy engrosses the Belcher kids as he tells the story of the hidden treasure at the old taffy factory that's about to be demolished. The story, culminating in a map that looks like a pooping butt, turns out to be a joke, but Louise doesn't care. She convinces Jean and Tina to sneak out that night in order to search for the hidden treasure. Tina invites Jimmy Jr. along, hoping to win him over by playing the damsel, a la her romance book, The Darkest Crevice. She's bummed when he also invites his brothers and Zeke, though. Bob and Linda's scheduled sex night goes awry when they realize the kids are missing. This is a pretty big episode for a lot of reasons. Again, the credits are... I can't wait to get to them. But this is the first episode where we meet Zeke, who... (sighs) Steals our hearts like a runaway train. Zeke becomes one of my favorite characters. Definitely one of my favorite side characters. I have a little Zeke on my desk. (laughs) Not just a part of him, just like a Uh, small... I have a little Zeke in my heart, too. But a little Zeke figurine on my desk. Uh, It's on our our Instagram, Bob's Credits. Yeah. yeah, If you want to follow us there, I posted a little picture of it. But I think why I love him so much is that you assume because he kind of has that redneck stereotype with the cutoff sleeves. Sorry, Gary. Um, <laughs> Gary, my co-host from Credit Score, always wears sleeveless shirts. <laughs> there are never sleeves <laughs> when he comes over. Um, oh, okay. Bye, Biscuit. Biscuit's leaving the couch. So, I don't know. I feel like that stereotype is associated with being like mean and a bully, but he... It's just so goddamn nice. Yeah, I thought he was going to be a bully too. What a friend. What a cheerleader. He's the best. He's so supportive. He's so... And just of everybody. And he's always like... He defends his friends and his group of friends. He's he's great. He's just wonderful. Such a fun character. Speaking of him being a fabulous cheerleader, I feel like we need to bring up a scene that's super important to the credits. Okay. So we can pull it up. On YouTube, Mm -hmm. or if you're down, I have written out the script of the scene if you would like to perform it. I'm down to perform it. Okay. Okay. I will will email you the script. Okay. Should we play the clip first and then do it? Sure, because then we can just totally cut ours if we're horrible. Right, (laughs) or or vice versa. If we're we're amazing, we'll just play ours. You think we're going to discover our own talent today? Okay, so at this point in the story, they're in the Taffy Factory. It's abandoned. It's the middle of the night. They just entered. Yeah. So they're kind of like on a high. Yeah. And it's like, it's totally that like romantic abandoned warehouse. Like there's light streaming in. Oh, so romantic. You want to go to an abandoned warehouse? Come on. You know, that's a... We're not going to an abandoned (laughs) warehouse on a date. Although that's probably the only safe COVID situation right now. Right. Can't go to dinner. Right. We have a lot of abandoned warehouses around our apartment, so... We'll go... Yeah. Come on. Let's... Yeah. Tonight at 1.30 in the morning, we'll get up and go. I am so beyond we'll asleep re- at 1.30. We'll reenact this whole scene. The way the moonlight shines on your hair makes me feel so vulnerable. Yeah. Makes me feel like dancing. <laughs> yeah, JJ! <Whoa>. Faster! Abandoned <laughs> warehouse! Pin up feelings! <laughs> Foot loose! <it. laughs> Don't tell me not to dance, Dad! Okay. This scene... So good. Anytime um, there's an episode, I'm not sure when it is, 
but they all end up around a campfire and he's like, yeah, don't tell me who to be, dad. It's like when Jimmy rebels against his dad. It's my favorite. And how supportive Zeke is about his dancing, too. I it's know. just so good. Okay, so we're going to act it out here? Okay, so who you are you? You sent me the script. I'll do uh, Jimmy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And do you want me to do Tina and Zeke? Yeah, that sounds good. All right, but I, I do have to preface this, that I've heard your Tina since you have a deeper voice. It's much better. I mean, that's unfair. I know, I know. Since a, a, since a guy voices, voices Tina, her. yeah. But I'm just like setting people's <laughs> expectations at an appropriate level. That's right good, now. yeah, okay. okay. The way the moonlight shines on your hair makes me feel so vulnerable. Yeah, makes me feel like dancing. Yeah, Jeju. Uh, uh, Faster! Uh, Abandoned warehouse! Uh, Pen up feelings! Uh, Foot loose it! Don't tell me not to dance, Dad! That was so good. <laughs> there we go. That's the scene. Um, so you guys get it. We're not just torturing you. This will come to play in the credits. It's very important. So as we said, the, the name of the episode. episode is The Belchies, which is a play on The Goonies. This is a Goonies heavily referenced, heavily parodied uh, episode. Yep. So, one more fun fact for you before we get into these credits okay. that I have is there's the kind of like a side storyline is that Linda and Bob are trying to have some alone time. Yes. Alone sexy time. Yeah. And they play with some sexy dice. Mm-hmm. So, the dice apparently have 25 possible combinations. Okay. Remember, if you remember they, the first one they throw, it's like hug on the chair. Yeah. And, it's, and Linda's like, oh, hug on the chair. <laughs> Let's. She's like that's so. She loves it. <laughs> Bob's like, oh, okay. Oh, oh, god. You seriously sound like some of these characters. I don't think so. I do. I don't think so. Um. So these are the these are the the verbs and the nouns of the ones that we saw or that are apparently on this dice. There's they okay. must they must actually exist. They definitely do. Yeah, and they're kind of like the more like the I guess the PG version or the PG thirteen version <laughs> of the it. dice. So it's hug, lick, kiss, play, do it. Okay. And the objects are chair, foot, closet, floor, couch. So what if you get do it foot? Uh, I'll, uh, let, you, <laughs> uh, uh, I'll let you use your, your uh, imagination. imagination on that one. Yeah. Okay. So should we get into these credits? Because... We've got we've got a lot to go go through with these. Let's do it. Okay, so I'm gonna play. Uh, we have to play. We typically play like the few moments before this, but mm-hmm. we have to because there's a song that plays in these end credits that we have to hear all of yes. going into. Daddy was right about the treasure. We're seeing the poopy butt <laughs> from the. Yeah. So yeah. So there was the poopy butt Teddy's treasure map. map that actually it turns as we hear this music playing, and there's like. The three stones that are poop and the kind of like island looks like are the cheeks. The coast looks like the butt cheeks, right? Yep. And we hear that voice. Iconic voice. Iconic voice. I wasn't sure when we, f- we watched this if it was actually Cindy Lauper uh-huh. or if it was someone just doing an impersonation of Cindy Lauper. Oh, I assumed it was an impersonation. It is actually Cindy Lauper, which is amazing, Shut right? Up. Yeah. So she's singing kind of about what's going on on the screen currently uh-huh. which is based on that teddy was right about the pooping butt map and it's very obviously if you're a, 
a big 80s fan like I am or grew up in the 80s or love 80s movies and you love the Goonies, very obvious parody of her song. I don't even think you have to be familiar with the Goonies. Like, Not at all. It's you great. You just already know this is like a parody of the Goonies. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's her song was Goonies Are Good Enough. Good enough. And I'll play a little bit of that just so before we go further into the credits, everyone, you know, if you're not familiar with it for whatever reason, you can. Well, if you're not familiar with the Goonies, you should go watch it. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Although I I I always um, wonder if it's, if you don't have the nostalgia, if it's as good. No, I think it's as good. I wonder if uh, Alex, my sister, has seen the Goonies. Let's text her after. She's 20. We should make her watch it if she has not. Yeah. And see what she has to say about it. Anyway, here's here's Cindy Lauper singing a little bit of The Goonies Are Good Enough. I love that song so much. It it just reminds me of my childhood. It's I love it so good. So much. Yeah. And she's amazing. And so unique. And what, what's the face you're making at me here? She's like feeding milk to a fake cow. <laughs> Is that Look, like... I haven't seen that video. I haven't seen the full, like the actual official video. Uh-huh. So um, I guess we'll post it on our like app, Apple podcast notes and all that stuff if people want to click on it and uh-huh. watch it. Because it is like she used to do like these fun, like long, like skits and stuff and stories with her videos. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going on in that video. I only remember it from like when she's uh, Josh Brolin and Goonies is watch is like working out and she's on the TV singing the song. Oh and I don't know God. if it's this video that's playing, but yeah. So let's hear more of the song before we get right into the credits. Wait, this is now. This is now back to the, the, Bobs. the Bob's version. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The next day you will see Taffy's washed up on the beach and oh my God. Okay, so what's happening here is that uh, Taffy, who, who was a booby trap, yeah, in that, the Taffy factory, right? He's kind of like I, I guess I would call him the sloth, maybe from Goonies, yeah, because Louise eventually befriends him, even yeah. though he's an inanimate object, right? And he apparently had the treasure hidden in him the whole time, and so she's pointing out that oh my god, is that a gold bar? So he's washed up on the beach. There's some seagulls pecking at his Taffy. Yep, and then a gold bar is revealed. The wave just washed him out far. The didn't look close enough in the taffy bus. Okay. You're already excited. I'm so excited what? because okay. the timing of Jimmy Jr. sliding into the credits. What are the lyrics when he slides in? Didn't uh, look hard enough. And he just like slides yeah. into the As- classic credit scene on his knees. Yeah. I love the timing of yeah, that. Yeah, so what we see is we finally see something where the generic credit sequence is going on. Bob and Tina and Louise are preparing burgers, and they're just doing it as normal. And all of a sudden, Jimmy Jr. slides in and starts dancing with Taffy Butt playing is the name of the song. Oh, thank so we, you. So that's the chorus instead okay. of like, good enough, it's, it's Taffy, Taffy Butt. butt. Yeah. They love butts on this show. Well, Tina loves butts, yep. so they must love butts. Um, let's play a little bit more here. So, so J- Jimmy Jr. is da- dancing in the kitchen behind our three characters, and then all of a sudden does like a, a dancing jump that he does, and he's in- A dancing jump? Yeah. We call well, that a jeté. Oh, yes, you know, I do not know. I'm also, not as- I want to say that he did some great like footloose feet, the like quick, like you know how football players go with their feet, like yeah. that. He I is love. such a passionate dancer. He- lives by the, the, the saying dance like nobody's watching exactly in the cafeteria yeah in a diner you gotta love it i love it so he so dives he, into go ahead he this is something we've never seen before we're in the classic kitchen scene and he jetes into uh so we've got the same kind of like drawing the the black and white drawing that the kitchen scene has always been in but now he's in the warehouse where he was dancing earlier when you and I reenacted the scene. It's like kind of like on Instagram when 
it's like a carousel post and you slide your finger like or tender swipe right or left. It's like when he jetes the scene and background just slides over. Yeah. And now he's going to dance through. Oh, see, here it is right here on the screen as he's got his hands up in the air and he's says taffy butt performed by Cindy Lauper. Amazing. You know. And did we say that it's the warehouse? It's the it's, Taffy Warehouse. It's the Taffy background. Warehouse, yeah. So he's going to do all sorts of dance moves through this as the song color. continues to play. Yeah, he's in color. The background's black and white. Shanae, Shanae, Shanae. Layout. Shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. Head now, swing. <laughs> head swing on on the uh, box, on a box. Just you know how, like, like um, is this move, like, don't you just see, like, a girl at a car wash, like whipping her hair back and forth. Yeah, it's kind of. Is it's, that like it's a little? Classic? It's like White Snake, where uh, Tawny Katane. It's it's the, it's a White Snake video that she's like famous for. Oh, got and she it. Climbs up on the car and shakes is her that head. Like, He's kind of doing that a little bit. Is that song like every stripper song kind of? Totally. Okay. And that's like one of the most like iconic like uh, '80s rock video moments. Got it. Oh wait, we didn't say that. Um, he, like, the camera panned so that we're in a different part of the warehouse. Yeah, it's moving around with Jimmy as he's dancing around. So after he does his head flicks, he turns around, and Tina is there waiting for him. Tina's standing there admiring his dance moves. Uh, the vest came off. We did a jeté into a floor slide on the knees. Yeah, and he threw the, he tore, he tore the vest off, threw it off. And now he's dancing in the in the far right portion of the Does warehouse. Does not care that Tina is there. No, he could care less. He's dancing like nobody's watching. <laughs> now he's doing some like snapping. That's very Bruce Springsteen esque. Tina's just watching. Tina comes back into view. Oh, she joins in. A snap to the right, to the left, to the right. I like how so, his, his eyes are like closed when he's dancing. Yeah. It's he's, he's so like passionate. He's so into it. And Tina joins him in like the they're doing the side by side kind of like snap. And it's just just like uh Bruce Springsteen dance in the dark when uh, you know, we talked about Springsteen earlier. Yeah. Courtney Cox, he pulls Courtney Comes Cox on stage, stage and they do a dance that um Alfonso Ribeiro then kind of used as his dance move in Fresh Prince of Bel Air, the Carlton dance. Right, right. So it's not unusual. It's the same kind of like snapping and back and forth that they're doing here. I love it. And I love it so much. Um, another fun fact for you is that this is the first time where the animation in the credits uh-huh. go longer than the actual credits themselves. So we stop seeing credits like on the screen. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. That sounded really sarcastic. I really did find that very interesting. <laughs> it's okay if it's sarcastic. I'm it used it to, wasn't. I'm used to it. Okay, so those are the end credits to the Belchies. Do you want to hear some of the, the lyrics for Taffy Butt? I want to hear all the lyrics. Okay, here are the lyrics. Teddy was right about the treasure in the butt. <laughs> the next day, you will see Taff is washed up on the oh, beach. Oh, wait. That's why it's called Taffy Butt, because the butt map. The butt map, yeah. Got it. Yeah. And then she goes, and oh my God, is that a gold bar? The wave just washed him out far. The kids didn't look close enough in the Taffy Butt. You have a Taffy Butt. There's a treasure in that butt. I want that Taffy Butt. And then her classic, ay, 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 And then I think it's Taffy Butt. It's such a Taffy Butt. There's gold there in that butt. Give me some taffy butt. 
Taffy butt. Oh, I want the taffy butt. Give me, give me, give me some taffy butt. Aye, 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 aye. Those Give her the, the Pulitzer. Yeah. So before we score these, this end credit sequence, what highlight, low lights, your favorite moments, least favorite moments? It's hard because all of it is my favorite moment. I, I, he does these like shinnies and then a leap, which I love. He just feels like to- he's like totally abandoned in his. Don't tell me not to dance, Dad. I love that, but the timing of him sliding into the kitchen just kind of like gives me chills. It's like it's it's a moment. So that's my highlight. Do you have any least favorites? I have. I don't at all. Yeah, I don't think I do either. It's so fantastic. But my favorite moment is just him and Tina snapping together. I think it's so cute. I I, love Tina. You kind of want him to work. I know. I know. Like every once in a while, she's just so in love with him and it's so cute the way she's watching him and he's just in his own world i love their relationship and i love that it's never it's not like cobra kai guys oh god don't get started <laughs> on cobra kai watch it we have been Should watching we do a cobra kai podcast oh my god yes um where it's like they break up and they get back together like they're eternally broken up and together at the same time yeah which is just i love that about um, their relationship on the show. He's so, he's so indifferent, but he he's has not his like moments mean. of interest. He's not mean, but indifferent. He's, he's right. just like indifferent about it. Yeah, and then he has his moments in it of interest. But it's just, I love their on again, off again. This I love it so much. <laughs> All right, so now's the part of the podcast where we score the credits. Ten. We score. Okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> We score on a scale of 1 to 10 H's at the end of Tina's Us. And I'm not even going to ask you what your score is, unless you want to say it again. 10. 10 H's for you. I am going to say 10 H's as well. This is huge. Our first 10 out of 10 on this podcast. These... As Skylar and I go through these, this is exactly what we love about the credits. It has a little bit of the generic sequence mm-hmm. with stuff happening around it. And for them to go out into and with this original song, it's just everything that we like well, in have, these end credit sequences. You have the original song. You yeah. go out of the kitchen while starting in the kitchen. And then you have Jimmy Jr. dancing. So if Jimmy Jr. is dancing in anything, like it's probably going to get a 10 for me. But something that also plays into a perfect Bob's Burgers ending credit for me is I don't want it to be on the nose. Like, I don't want it to be about the taffy monster or something like that's really obvious. Like, taking something that's like he dances at the beginning of the episode and we don't see him dance for the rest. So it's taking like a small detail and that becomes it. So then it's kind of like, Ooh, what little small detail are they going to pick? It's never the obvious thing. It's true. Yeah. Or that's when I like them. More. Yeah. Yeah. I think when it's like, sometimes you're watching the show, especially as we've been watching it while we started this podcast where I'm really like, okay, well, what's the end? What are they going to choose from this episode to be the end credits? And a lot of times like, Oh, this is going to be the end credits song here. And then it's not, or, you know, or like, yeah. this is going to be what's in the end credits, and then it's not. And it's always like, sometimes it is, but they have fun with it. They shake it up a bit. And I think also the fact that they got, they didn't just have an, a Cindy Lauper impersonator. They actually got Cindy Lauper to sing Taffy Butt is just amazing to me. You amazing. can't beat 
this end credit, these end credit sequences. So next time we give a 10, we mm-hmm. have to go back and think about what was present in these end credits and see if they match up. Totally. Cool. All right. That's uh, the podcast. Thank you for listening, everyone. If you have enjoyed listening to this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to it. It helps us out. Um, follow us. We're Bob's Credits all across the board. Instagram, uh, Twitter, Gmail. You want to send some fan email to us or Biscuit. We're Bob's Credits on Patreon, too. All of our links are in our bios, too. And we're just trying to see if people want to support us on Patreon and because we've got some ideas for higher tiers that we'd love to like do for you if people are interested. Yeah. For some, you know, some more fun we'd stuff. Love the support. Yeah. Yeah. We and really if appreciate it. Patreon um, isn't an option. A review would be fantastic, too. We'll take anything we can get or, you know, just want to write us a sweet message. We'll take that, too. Yeah. Or any facts that we didn't yeah. un- want to send us your impression of a character oh my gosh please we do bad impressions all the time we'll yeah. hear it all right so we will see you well, we won't see you we will he- you will hear us <laughs> next we week. will speak to you next week uh for episode two of season two and anything else you want to say skylar before we uh no nope. are you sure just Stay saucy, folks. <laughs> there it is. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.